Welcome to the Occupational Safety Leadership Podcast, episode number 25, Safety Training Matrix. In today's episode, we'll sit down and talk about um, coming up with a training matrix, which is something that I really like to use because it tells everybody exactly what the training that they are expected to take per the job category and the hazards that they face in their job. Um, one thing I heard a lot when I was a young safety professional, because, well, first off, I was young and I didn't have my act together, but I always heard it just feels like you just pop training on us and say, everybody take this and, and do this. And, and that was back in the old days where you had to get everybody together in a classroom and all that stuff. And um, really made me kind of sit down and think about it. And of course, as I was young, I didn't really get it. But the older I got, the more I understood is people will meet the expectation if they know what the expectation is. But when you just start just dreaming up training for the sake of doing it, and at some time you have an incident, you feel like you got to do something about this. Just, you know, anytime that you can help people kind of understand um, this is the training, here's the interval frequency, you know, all that good stuff that really helps with the buy-in too. So it also gives them a sense of power to know I'm going to take this during this month or during this quarter. I have to take the following. It really helps them to plan and manage their own schedule. All of us are busy. We can't sit down and manage other people's schedule. So I've, uh, I'm off my soapbox. Let's go ahead and uh, get started. Then. So first off, what we need to do is before we do any form of training is we got to do some form of a needs assessment. Got to figure out the hazards out there in the workplace. Um, you may have chemical, ergonomic, you may have a laser, um, radiation, compressed gases, you know, just whatever, whatever your hazard is out there. Um, I really try to never just blanket train employees and say, tough, I've decided everybody takes chemical because half of the people take chemical training. So tough, everybody can take it then, you know, um, that is a strategy. I, I have seen it um, employed at places, but that really doesn't do anything except make people mad and waste time. And it, it just it makes it harder to get buy-in from people when you're retirement, as opposed to you sit down and say, well, here's, here's the needs assessment. Here's how we're going to train to make sure. And of course, obviously, we care about compliance with the law. But we also know that the law does not cover a lot of the topics out there. So we have to have a way that we get buy-in from the supervisors, from management, because they got to give us the time and the money, all that stuff then. So, so I came up with this definition of a safety training matrix. Doesn't mean this is the only definition that works, but this is one that really kind of seems to work for me. So. Basically, it's a tool used by organizations to identify the safety training needs of their employees. Um, employees. It is essential that a table be created that lists the types of safety training required for the different jobs. So we're not going to just do one job, lots of different jobs and tasks out there, along with the frequency of training, the methods that you're going to use also for this training. Some things are... Uh, um, uh, computer-based training, other things really need to be a hands-on then. So the matrix helps organizations ensure 
that their employees are adequately trained to perform their job safely and to comply with regulatory requirements. So it's a big mouthful of a definition, but it basically says, come up with something that everybody understands uh, exactly what the expectation is, you know. Here's your job. Um, here's your job. Here's the hazards that you face in this job. And here's the training that we're going to give you for those hazards. So system also has to be flexible enough as people move throughout the organization. They take a, a job in a different department. They get a promotion. Uh, they decide that they don't like the stress and they want something more easy, you know, with so we have to be flexible, of course, to also say, ah, so your training needs will change depending upon what your job is and your hazards out there. So a typical safety training matrix has four columns. You could always choose to have as many columns as you want. I think four really works out good for me. So it's going to be in the first one, job uh, position, required safety training frequency of, of training, and then method of uh, delivery, you know. Let's go and uh, look at the next one here then. So when we talk about a job position, of course, obviously, just like it says job position, required safety training, you know, we're, we're going to say you got to do the following things for this job. Now, I like it when people take extra stuff you do find a couple of people who like the safety training and want to do extra. You typically don't find that at, out there. You, um, you, you could find where there are some supervisors who are all about safety training. They're just not about extra safety training. We then talk about the frequency. Is it going to be annual safety training? Are you going to do it every two or three years? Uh, are you going to do it one time and that's it? Kind of almost like a um, new hire orientation. You don't do that every single year, you know, but that doesn't mean that you don't sit, sit down and talk about different aspects of what you talked about. And then finally, the method of delivery, you know, I'm a big fan of doing the uh, computer-based training, giving folks a 30-day interval and saying, hey, I don't care when this gets done, it's your 30 days, and it really can't be me. It has to be the supervisor. As safety professionals, we cannot manage every person out there. That's the supervisor's job. Now, the supervisor would like to think it's the safety guy's job because he's the one who's saying the training has to be done. They are in control of the people, that area. They've got to be the ones who also, of course, will tell them when they will and won't do this over if you give people a 30-day um Maybe it's a week, it may be a quarter to get stuff done because all of us at times are busy and less busy. So it only makes sense that if you're running a, uh, um, you're running a belt line and you're making widgets and the line is going to be down for two or three hours for maintenance, it only makes sense for that supervisor to then say, and what we're going to do is you can do your safety training now as opposed to... Um, you, the safety person, dictating exactly when it's going to be done, and that could be a very heavy production time, doesn't help you with buy-in of this, of this whole thing. And what I have up on the screen, now those, of course, who are sitting down and listening can't, can't see what I'm uh, like presenting here, but I, but I have up a uh, sample of a safety training matrix and what I have is, is in the first one the job category and for this one because it's you know it's a 
it's a screen. You're not going to get much on there. So I got maintenance people, chemical operators, and an admin person on there. So the trainings that we're going to have, emergency action plan, hazard communication, chemical user, lockout tagout, hazardous waste, ergonomics, and laser safety. And so I sat down and I, and I said, so the following people are going to have this. And I put like a yes in the column. And for anybody who is not going to have that, they just have a X along with kind of like a, a grayed out, darkened area. So people know you will take this, you will not take this. Now, see where I, I didn't dictate exactly when all this is going to be done, because it really has to be set on what works for you. So what I like to do, and of course, this is only what I like to do. So don't think that you got to follow the same thing. Is when a person comes in, they do, of course, obviously the new hire training, they get all their safety training done, and then they're ready to go, and then they get put into the um, the uh, safety the safety cycle then. And I like to do a lot of my trainings in uh, the winter months because people take less time off, vacations, uh, family plans, and all that stuff then. And then say that a person comes in in June, they're going to take all their safety training as quick as possible. But but when the new year starts, that's when they're going to uh, then have to go on our schedule, of course. And the schedule might be something like uh, emergency action plan for the first month, hazard communication, February, chemical user is going to be March, lockout tagout is going to be April. You know, so there's going to be some months where because of your job category, you're not taking any of the training and other ones where you're taking a lot of the training that's out there. So it really depends on the hazard out there. And that is it for episode 25. This was uh, this was a visual, so I will also have this up on um, YouTube so that you can also see a visual that's on there. Then, so uh, obviously, if you have any other any other questions, I can send you a sample of a safety a safety training matrix. But once again, what I got is just a sample. You got to come up with something that works for you. That doesn't mean mine's not a good starting point, but it still has to work for you out there. So that is it. Episode number 25, Safety Training Matrix. Thank you so much for joining me. My name is Dr. David Ayers. Have a safe day.